Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom. I don't see a future where we, where the two of us are, are together. But, babe, can't we, you know, get it on one more time? No. And he, he runs his fingers over his abs. And, and you remember, his abs have abs. His abs are very nice. But, I mean, uh... No, I don't think so. I just, I just can't see us. I, I just don't see this working out. Now let's pick up our story. Maestro. All right. So we're going to, we're going to check in on sidetrack. Uh, last we checked in on him, he was being forced through a giant Play-Doh extractor in his gelatinous blob form. Now the golden tentacle monsters, you see them with this giant stainless steel looking bowl and they're duck dumping him into a industrial sized blender. Now I don't know where, young people go for blended drinks now uh back in the day it was orange julius at the mall in the food court tropical those... smoothie cafe uh, who the what tropical smoothie cafe okay that's don't know what that is now. but uh if you're young and they've got big ass blenders that's what this looks like uh and so they pour him in and uh holding the lid right above it one of the tentacle monsters says now sidetrack tell us where is Becky, Claire, and Amanda? And sidetrack, you hear you know, a couple of bubbles come up out of the goo in the blender, and the and, and they hear, they hear. I can't tell you. I won't tell you. They're my friends. I won't betray them. Aww. And then the lid, the lid snaps onto the blender, and a tentacle reach, reach reaches across and presses puree, <laughs> and and the blender just just goes crazy and and he does the thing he got two t two tentacles on it does the thing where he shakes it a little bit you know it's set up to the bottom and and that goes on for about 30 seconds and then he stops it and then he presses pulse a couple times and takes the lid off and says are you ready to talk now and sidetrack says i i i can't betray them i can't betray them and we'll fade to black now we're going to check in back at the loft apartment where the crew is staying, waiting for for uh, Amanda's body. This it's been a long time since we ordered that body. Um, 
We're moving in slow motion time. There is a there's a shitload of people in in this loft apartment. There are, is Becky, Amanda, and Claire. Uh, there is Clint, who was bitten by a vampire and is kind of transferring from being alive to being undead. Uh, there is Fabio, the the centauricorn and the priestess, the druid priestess he hired because he proposed to Becky and is wanting to marry her. There are three cowboy firefighters, two dudes and a female. Um, that would be a woman, a late, a lady, a lady firefighter. I've been watching this uh, this old this old game show, uh, Whose Line, oh no, what, uh, What's Your Line? Um, uh, it's like from the 50s and, and for the, there'd be like, they'd have on guests, like you have to guess that she was a, a lady scientist. That's kind of what's going on in the uh, Kitty Nip, Nipple Nebula. This is like one of the first lady firefighters. And uh, that, what are their names? Their names are- um, um, Hal, Hank, and Heidi. Yeah, Hal, Hank, and Heidi. And uh, we got the priests, we got, oh, there's an egg because Becky is with egg, not pregnant, but with egg. Um, oh, and there's Polly, Polly the pixie, who has recently taken up residence in Claire's hair. Uh, did I leave everybody out? Uh, if th there's the three horses, but I think we stabled them downstairs, didn't we? I don't uh, No, I think there's a cargo <laughs> elevator. I think the horses- Oh, the cargo, so, yeah. Yeah, the uh, horses are yeah. there. So That's right. there's a what? party going on. Apparently, you left the bar. <laughs> everybody came back here. Um, Amanda, you're kind of passed out on the couch, kind of with Clint. Although you were given an IV, so you're you're alert now. He's just kind of limp and dead. And now Polly flies out of Claire's hair and says, "Who wants to do a shot?" Oh, that's not his voice. What is his voice? It's kind of fairy. Yes. Like. Yes. There you go. Hey, who wants to do a shot? Who wants to do a scorpion shot? Um, I guess I will. He says, oh, great. And he reaches into Claire's hair and he pulls out a bucket of, of scorpions. And he's about six inches tall and he's got this this like human sized bucket that's probably just about twice his height. He pulls it out and it's full of these, it's just writhing with these three and four inch long scorpions. And, and he takes one, he's got to wrestle it. You're, you're kind of surprised at the strength of this pixie. Um, pulls out a scorpion. And then in his other hand, he pulls out a syringe. And he says, this is full, this is full of flaming flam vodka. And he injects it into the scorpion Flaming phlegm? Flaming phlegm. Flaming phlegm vodka. Uh, injects the scorpion with the shot of vodka and hands it to Becky. He says, swallow it. Ah. Uh, you just grab it by the tail. I don't know if I want to do this now. Well, you said you wanted one, and here it is. Your, 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 your scorpion shot. Would you rather... Fine. Would you prefer a flaming scorpion? No. This is gonna hurt, isn't it? You just gotta swallow it. If you let it, you gotta do it fast. Otherwise, those little pincers are gonna get your lip. All right. Here goes nothing. Bottoms up. And so you hold it up. You hold it up over your head. You kind of tilt <laughs> your head back. You open. It's kind of like a, a baby bird eating situation. You just. <laughs> and, uh, you you feel it's a strange it's a strange feeling you feel the scorpion kind of kind of trying to get some traction on the inside of your throat as you swallow it but uh 
but you swallow this thing and and he's like uh, uh it'll take about 20 minutes but the scorpion will stop kicking and dissolve in your stomach acid and then you'll feel the alcohol anybody else want one i'm good. It wasn't so it wasn't so bad and he no. puts it, he pulls out another scorpion injects it and and he, he's kind of hovering above your mouth mouth claire i'll do it <laughs> well, Claire considers it. She sees that Becky handled it okay. Of course, she would prefer to give her like another five minutes, but for science, for science, yeah, nothing oh. else. She'll wait till Polly the pixie gets in the beehive again and just whack him really good and flatten her hair and teach him a lesson. Open so. wide, opening. And Claire so she, opens her mouth. Claire opens her mouth, tilts her head back, and he just drops it into her mouth. And uh, one of its pincers grabs a hold of your lip. The whole, the, it's it's in your mouth. One of the pincers has <laughs> has your lip and is trying not to uh, try, trying not to be swallowed. Claire reaches into her pocket and grabs her little cuticle scissors and snips it. <laughs> so all she has is a little pincer on her lips and swallows the rest of the scorpion down. And, and Polly says, party! And he, 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 he mixes up another one. And now Polly is just flying around the uh, the place, handing out scorpion shots to everybody who wants them. And, and pretty much everybody does. The firefighters are doing them. The druid uh, priestess has one. Uh, uh, Fabio is uh, abstaining because he's with, he says he's with child. Fair. Fair enough. So, so what's everybody what's everybody up to as this is going on? Um, I'm, uh, texting with Madame Trousseau. What's her name? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. because I'm slightly concerned that my host body is turning into a vampire <laughs> and I want to know when my body's going to be ready because I need to like get off this shit. And, and you get a message right back saying that it'll be ready uh, and ready for installation at 10, 15 a.m. the next morning. Wow, that was impressively fast. Okay. Well, she said it would be tomorrow. We're, we're like three episodes into the, the 12 the hours night. between ordering it and picking it up. <laughs> and so that's gotta come as a little bit of a relief. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm still kind of worried that I might become a vampire also. Well, you, you look over at Clint's head, and and he's drooling, and it's not clear drool. It's kind of uh, a viscous, pinkish, kind of kind of like phlegm and blood dripping Hi. out of the corner of his mouth. That's nasty. <laughs> Do you tell him that? He's like, isn't he passed out? He's totally passed out, but I, mean, <laughs> I don't touch. I don't have any hands. <laughs> I leave He's the totally limp. <laughs> it's, I'm just like, let's be honest. This is not an ideal situation for me. You were texting a minute ago. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I oh, was yeah. using Siri. Yeah, I was probably voice. Oh. Yeah, probably voice. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We don't, we, don't want any, we don't want any story inconsistencies. <laughs> and so what's Becky up to with uh, with her betrothed or unbetrothed or her oh, baby God. daddy? Well, Becky was trying to teach the firefighters how to, the cowboy firefighters, how to play beer pong. 
that is something that they have never done in the Kitty Nipple Nebula. But every time she turns around, she, like, hears Fabio, like, softly weeping at her shoulder. And so she's like, fine, fine, whatever. And she realizes that this is probably going nowhere with Hank the Cowboy Firefighter. Just because of this um, baggage that she's bringing along with her to this party. So... She goes over, and she sits with Fabio, and she says, fine, let me see the egg. And he he reaches into his saddlebag. <laughs> he's a horse guy. Um, reaches back into his saddlebag, and he pulls out this egg. What what does it look like? Well, it's quite beautiful. It's um, iridescent, and it kind of looks like a very beautiful shining opal. Ooh, that's pretty. About how big? Um, I mean, it's a decent size. It's probably... I I don't know. I mean, it's probably a little smaller than an ostrich egg, but much bigger than, like, your typical chicken egg. Big enough, big enough <laughs> that you're wondering how he laid it? Or, exactly. Yeah. And he says, would you, would you like to sit on it? No. It is. You're a child. You fertilized it. But I have an incubator, and it can sit in there with my other egg. Oh, but, my love, our child <laughs> needs to feel the warmth of a parent. Part can I hold me. it? Oh, sure, here. That was a start. Touch it. I will, I will hold the egg. I don't think I need to sit on it. And now, how are you holding it? Are you, like, holding it out in front of you like this? Or are you, like, are you, like, cuddling it? Or what's, how, how does Becky hold her? Becky, Becky takes the egg and kind of tries to put it in the crook of her arm like uh-huh. you would a baby. <laughs> she yeah, looks. How, how does that work for her? She looks pretty horrified by this whole situation. I mean, Becky is excited about the idea of another pet, but, um, but she's not so sure about the idea that this is actually, you know, like, her child, that this is, this is part Becky. And, and so he, he says, here, take, take the palm of your hand, touch it, touch it like this. And he shows you, and and he reaches his hand down, and he just kind of, like, strokes it like you're petting a kitten. And when you do that, do you do that? Yeah, she does it. You feel you feel movement in the egg. Aww. And it says, "It is your child. It is. It is kicking. It is moving. It is growing." That's kind of nice, I guess. And then you hear it. You hear it, whinny, a little bit. Just this little, this little horsey kind of whinny noise comes from the egg. And uh, and it kind of kind of shakes and and kind of almost like it wiggles into the into the uh, crook of your arm a little bit more. Oh, Becky! Becky is starting to maybe feel a little attached to this egg. Claire, you watch this happen. What are you thinking? Well, Claire's intrigued. Of course, being a scientist, she's thinking, "Hmm, lots of DNA. Maybe some testing could be done." She's hoping that Becky will take the egg and Fabio will, well, maybe just go away. But it'd be we're nice all hoping he, that. 
Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if he would be maybe shrunk down if Becky's gun would start working again. Ah! And we could just throw him in. We'll take his saddlebag off first and then shrink Fabio down and toss him in his saddlebag and then we'll just bring the saddlebag with us. Claire's going, wow, this scorpion is really messed with her mind. I, she doesn't know where these thoughts are really coming from either, but she's also intrigued by Clint's drool that's coming out of his mouth. So, and it's starting to get down to her shoulders, she noticed. So she walks over and grabs a test tube and kind of scoops up some <laughs> of the, the drool and pops the top on it, labels it. Then, That's just nasty. Well, Amanda, do you say <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah. Now this you've watched. You've just watched Claire swoop up some of this viscous blood phlegm from your betrothed, and you've just seen your best friend uh, nuzzle her her offspring. Um, what are you, What are you thinking and seeing and doing right now? So. I'm just kind of done at the moment. <laughs> like, there are all these people in our house. I've just been composted and lost my body. Like, I'm kind of ready for this to be done. Like, I'm ready for everybody to go home. And like, I don't know. I'm just waiting for 1015. <laughs> That's it. Like, <laughs> I'm drunk it enough about for this. It is about eleven forty-five, so you've got less than twelve hours until your 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 body is ready. And then you all hear from across the room, you hear Hank just he squeals in glee and he says, We're getting married. Just as Ooh. loud as loud as he as loud as he can. Let's let's do it now, Hell says. And Heidi says, Yeah, where's that priestess? Oh, Claire, Claire turned her head to look over at Hal squealing with glee and then she looked to Becky and then to Amanda because she, yeah. It's Becky just kind of throws up her arms in defeat at this point. She's like, of course, it's another set of gay cowboys. Of course. Of course. Oh, 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 I thought all three were getting married to each other. Well, that's exactly. You look over and all three of them are holding hands because all three of them are indeed getting married. Um, there's this uh, there's this thruple thing going on, and uh, and and you hear you hear uh, Hank Hank uh, kind of he's he's almost crying. He's so happy. He's just we we spent so much time together, and I love you both so much, and and it just feels so right. And the priestess, what does the priestess sound like? Anybody remember? Who cares? I think uh, kind of like a Elvira, like vampire-ish. So, well, 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 um, I don't know. Um, hey, hey, let's, let's do this ceremony now. Uh, 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 anybody, anybody have a bouquet? I've got one in my apron. Let me let me fish it out. And Amanda uses all her willpower to maneuver Clint's hand into her apron. <laughs> and you pull out you pull out this just 
just sad looking bouquet of flowers. Oh, I mean, you've traveled to a different galaxy, a different oh. time space. Fine. I, it's, I mean, it's. I'll it, accept it. It's got a couple miles on it, and they're It'll very happy. It'll do, Hank. It. It'll do. Yeah, yeah. They're no, they're very happy about it. They they look across the uh, the the loft here, and there there are all kinds of fresh flower displays around the apartment. But they're they're real happy <laughs> because, because it's something new from from their from their friend uh, Amanda, and and so they put together this impromptu wedding right there. The pre, they move you push a couple of sofas out of the way, and and you set up a. A little bit of seating, and and Becky agrees to walk Hank down the aisle. Oh, I do. Um, I mean, Becky. Becky is this. Of course, I and mean, Becky is fairly resigned to every cowboy she meets and falls in love with. Is probably not interested in her. She even offers Sparkles to be the uh, the little ring bearer. Yeah, yeah. And so Sparkles is is all tiny, and they've got. Uh, I mean, what are they using for rings? I mean, well, they're twi bread twisty ties. Yep. Yeah, yeah, bread twisty ties because they have those in the Kitty Nipple Nebula too. Uh, uh, no, they're they're well, red to match match their uh, their fireman uniforms. It works yeah. out great. And but uh, Amanda with all her her crafting stuff and her apron and and great willpower to control to control Hank's living dead arms uh, gets her gets Plan. her craft items out and makes these. I mean, they're twisty ties that Amanda had in her apron from a craft project, but they she makes these beautiful rings because I bedazzled I mean, Heidi's. Yeah, you could you could you could fucking put them on Pinterest. They're so beautiful, and so they're they're all kind of around uh, Sparkles, the little magic worm guy, and he kind of goes down the aisle. Uh, Claire is playing a tambourine uh, for Aww. no reason. Uh, Polly the Pixie is—he's uh, got his bass guitar out. He's sitting. He's built himself a little porch out of uh, out of Claire's hair on her forehead, and he's sitting there with one <laughs> leg hanging down, one leg kind of crocked, uh, crocked up, and and he's got the uh, playing just kind of a bass guitar, and and he's just real—it's just a real thumping beat he's playing, and it's a—it's a real nice ceremony. Um, nothing too fancy. Uh, they they turn on the 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 monitor and um, whatever Kitty Nipple Nebula's version of Zoom is. They connect with all their families Aww. so that they can be there. And it's a it's a real nice uh, nice ceremony. And then and then Polly says, "Scorpion, flaming scorpion shots for everybody." And this time he injects the scorpion with the the flaming phlegm vodka and then pulls out a little a little lighter and lights it on fire and swallows one and he starts mixing these up and just handing them out mm. <laughs> you know becky doesn't want to be rude so she very very quiet or you know very quietly just accepts this scorpion and then has a glass of water under the table, puts the scorpion out before ingesting it, and hands it to uh, Claire and Amanda. Oh, so you 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 put it out and then swallow it? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's this. We just didn't want to burn to death. Yeah, you just see steam coming up from under the table, and <laughs> Amanda Amanda takes hers and pours it down Clint's gullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Uh -huh. And you just hear a. 
<laughs> and what does what does Claire do with hers? Claire just pops her mouth open and swallows it because why not? And uh, the party rolls on for I mean because this is a celebration. You order you order pizza and uh, um, ribs. I think is what you what uh, would you order? Is it like three a.m. now at this point? Well, <laughs> I mean this is this is this is the this is mega Las Vegas version. I mean this town this town does not sleep. Um, so yeah, you could, you order food and you have more more booze by, brought in, and somehow Tacos. somehow the the horses invite friends over. So there there are more <laughs> horses. There are a couple more centauricorns show up uh, that are that are friends of Fabio, and um, eventually you all just fall asleep, huh? Or what happens? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Amanda is passed out on the couch because she hasn't mastered Clint's legs yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and so you're all passed out and time is ticking by it's about i don't know 4 35 in the morning and the lights are all out there's there's neon coming in from from the windows from the city and everything but all the lights are, are pretty much out and then in silhouette you see movement on the sofa and this two-headed body lurches <laughs> you hear and then you hear Clint say blood oh. and he gets up and you just you barely see anything I mean it's just kind of all in the shadows and then he bends over and picks up a body. Just he's he's got vampire strength. He picks up a body and buries his fangs into it, and you just hear the slurping. And uh, I think that's where we'll end this episode. Dun dun dun. <laughs> that is unfair. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show. Unless you're you know too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.